part of our end of the year content. Last time we did everybody's top three. So if you want to hear what everyone's top three was, go listen to that one. It's up right now. This time we are going to be doing best of genres. And it's not going to be like a best top three of genres. It's literally we're going to try and narrow it down to what is in the group's opinion, not by votes. It's not going to be like a democracy kind of thing. But it's going to be like a how's the room feeling type of situation for all these genres. And those genres are drama, comedy, horror, and adventure. (laughs) Adventure. Yeah. Everyone's favorite Emmy winning genre. (laughs) So I guess uh, we're going to do from the least populated of our genres to the most populated so we are going to start with adventure and the nominees are foster's home a whisker away spirit stallion of the cimarron powerpuff girls wrist cutters el mariachi and the greatest showman if you don't think those are adventures Go suck an egg. I don't care. <laughs> then go on your own adventure. <laughs> uh, Parasite is uh, unfortunately not in this list. Uh, I, it is in drama, unfortunately. So I nominate Parasite for this list. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about a parasite, it spreads. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to say right away, uh, as much as I do, absolutely love horses. Spirit Stallion and Cimarron's got to fucking go, right? It has yeah, to yeah. fucking go. <laughs> yeah, that, that movie was... sucks so much ass. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at that, because that was very much like Dryer just came to me and he's like, "We need a we need a movie to watch. Like, find something that's family friendly." And so I just like started to try to find the family friendly movie that none of us have seen before. And like, it's like, huh, Spirit, Spirit, yeah, no one's watched Spirit. Okay, cool, we're watching that one. And like. I just started thinking of so much better movies to watch as we were watching that movie and talking as about it. As we were it. on the podcast, you kept freaking off and we were like, oh, that would have been like, way better. Like, fuck, that would have been so much better. Why did I choose this? It's a bad sign when in the episode you're like, man, this movie sucks, right, guys? You know what would have been way better to watch this week? And just half the episode is listing better movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the things we were like talking about the other Dreamers, and you're like, oh, yeah, The Road to El Dorado. I was like, I haven't seen that. And you're like, Oh, that would have been way better. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good movie. You can just hear me screaming in the background. <laughs> just, yeah. why? Yeah, uh, spirit, no thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as much as I unironically like the Powerpuff Girls, I can't, I can't sit here and act like it's on par with all these other movies. Yeah, it, it it's very much... Though. It, is, it is enjoyable, but like it's very much a origin story superhero kind of thing. Yeah, like I'm not, I can't sit here and be like, "Yep, this is up there with the brisk cutters and El Mariachi and the Greatest Showman." I don't know if I could sit here and say this was up here with the Foster's Home movie. Quite <laughs> Actually, yeah, if I had to choose one, I I would get rid of Powerpuff Girls. So it's not as bad as Spirit, but it's definitely not up on top. Right, right, is what we're saying. Um, yeah. All right. So Powerpuff Girls, can we agree that's out of there then? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna put an X next to that, and then. I didn't watch it with you guys, so I don't have an opinion on this movie. But from the way that you guys talked about it, Whisker Away wasn't the greatest movie ever. No, man. It, it... <clears throat> the first half can stay. <laughs> <laughs> if we had a like most disappointing movie award, 
that might be it. Yeah, honestly. Like, if if we can only keep half of it, I say we keep the A Whisker part and we get rid of the Away part. Just right. keep it in-house, keep the whiskers here. Just keep the whisker here, and it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, like, it really goes to show when, like, I'm like, yeah, the nonsensical, spirit, like, crazy elements for the bad part of this movie, when, like, that's my jam. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this movie got pretty bad when it stopped being super down-to-earth realistic stuff yeah it, like we, we brought it up on the podcast but like it was just doing such a good job of having that story of feeling like an outcast and it was doing that so so well and then fucking cat heaven comes or cat yeah. world or whatever and like yeah just... it's just cat world <laughs> pretty much if i made a movie and then halfway i got bored and just started singing never ending story <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, Whisker Away probably. Yeah, no, thank let's you. put an X next to that. All right, so let's do a rundown real quick. What we have left is Foster's Home, Risk Cutters, El Mariachi, and Greatest Showman. So, I'm gonna I s- go ahead, Rob. Oh. I was gonna say for how much we enjoyed talking about it and the process of the movie and how interesting the process of, of making that movie was. I feel like El Mariachi wouldn't make that list yeah. just because like it is like for the trilogy that it's a part of, it is the worst part of that trilogy, but it was super interest. Like the most interesting thing about that movie was the behind the scenes. Everything about uh, how the movie was made was super, super interesting. But if you knew none of that and you just kind of like stumbled upon that movie and watched it, you'd be like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah I think if you just like, if somebody stumbled upon that on like Netflix or Hulu, they'd be like, wow, this is some weird low-budget stuff. I'm never going to watch this again. Yeah. Like, it really yeah. is the behind-the-scenes stuff that uplifts that movie in a weird way. Right. Hey, look, but, I'm like, going to interrupt, and it's not, I'm not contributing. <laughs> you put Jurassic Park in horror. Yeah. Yeah, it's a horror movie. That's an adventure movie. It's a horror movie, according to Jiraiya. That's nonsense. What? What's scarier than being eaten by a T-Rex, though? Oh, my God. No, that's an adventure movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, wait, are you it's saying you want, to take, you want to take Jurassic Park out of horror and put it in adventure? Kind of. Like, why is it? <laughs> it follows Dr. Sleep, Pandorum, you know, things like Jurassic Park. <laughs> Terror Vision's also under horror. It could be under, yeah, I mean, fair enough. There's more of a case of Terror Vision. All right. Despite what we said before, let's take it to a vote. All right, I okay, I'm okay with putting Jurassic Park in adventure. I second this. I, I'm okay with it. I'll abstain. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so let's go ahead and move Jurassic Park from horror, and we're gonna put it over into adventure. Jurassic Park had its own adventure from one genre to the other. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, with uh, El Mariachi, I think that was kind of and in- yeah agreement that it's not it's cool from a like movie making perspective but from a movie perspective it's pretty yeah like if you give two shits about the process of making a movie then it's just a it's just a low budget movie but like yeah that's for me the most interesting thing about it is the effort that was put into making such a low budget film yeah yeah all right um and I gotta say, for as much as I fucking love Greatest Showman, when we look at Fosters and Risk Cutters as, like, adventure movies, Greatest Showman, I would say, isn't as adventure as those two. Yeah. 
It is yeah. definitely a musical, and we did not want to make a genre musical for one movie. <laughs> I think we you, should. Yeah, how did you botch literally giving your favorite movie an award <laughs> with no competition? <laughs> <laughs> Hands down, the best musical we've seen this year. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like whenever somebody reruns for mayor in a town where no one else is uh, going up against him. He's the best mayor because he's the only one willing to run. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So great showman. You know, when you're the only mayor for a town, you literally can go around like I'm the only person for this job. <laughs> when nobody you else like goes in. There was somebody who did that, and they lost to a dog. So the dog was reelected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds. Happened in the United States, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so we are left with Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, Destination Imagination, Risk Cutters, and Jurassic Park, which moved. Which was horror, now it's adventure. <laughs> <laughs> if you disagree with the adventure category, please email us at the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> All right. Snuck over to adventure like the clever girl it is. <laughs> Man, this is hard, actually. This is hard. Because, like, yeah. here's uh, the thing. Fosters and Risk Cutters, inarguably adventure movies. Jurassic Park, you could make a the, Arguably a horror movie. You could make the case for adventure. What do you, all they do is adventure in that movie. They run from dinosaurs. They, yeah. In a park. And explore and talk about life finds a way. And helicopters. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say let's let's take that out of the equation right now. Let's go as movies right here. Okay, that's hard we're, too. We're down to three anyways, so let's let's go ahead and just be like movie wise, how are we gonna think? I mean, that's hard because like honestly, Foster's is so so much fun as an adventure kind of thing, and Jurassic Park is good on its own level. Like it did so many amazing yeah. things, and it's honestly it holds up really well. But if we're talking, like, adventure and how well it gives me that feeling of, like, discovery... Jurassic Park! <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You're going to an island of dinosaurs. <laughs> what I adventure, I want to not die. Yeah, preferably. <laughs> not my kind. I mean, that's what we do when we play Ark. We're having adventure, and no one's like, oh, this place is terrifying. It's fucking Jurassic Park. <laughs> that's all we're saying the entire time is how terrifying it is. Only because we suck. <laughs> To be fair, how well do they actually fight the dinosaurs in that movie? Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I like, mean, nobody wants the movie to, that just snuck in just right now. <laughs> I mean, once again, I wasn't there for the Fosters episode. Right. But so like, that... I feel like with Risk Cutters, they go on quite the adventure. I mean, Fosters goes to an entire another universe. If we... um, if, So does if... Risk Cutters. If well, Jurassic Park wins, can yeah. we make a meme that says when E's been ready to vote Fosters the entire night, <laughs> it gets swiped out by um, Jurassic Park and it just shows the dude from Jurassic Park saying clever girl. Right before he- <laughs> I like how you're just assuming I'm going to vote Fosters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know what, what you would have voted. It's just. OK, I'm going to I'm going to go. It's a very out. unfair thing that's happening right now, and it's my fault, but I cannot. <laughs> The only okay, other gotta, thing I'd be willing is drama. If you want to put Jurassic Park in drama, 
It's more, maybe it's more drama. I feel like it might be more drama. I don't than- know about that. Uh, I think, I think this are, this is probably a good place to put Jurassic Park. I think we put Jurassic Park under horror before we decided to make an adventure category. Right. There used to only be three genres. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park was in comedy before that. Um- <laughs> <laughs> if I look up Jurassic Park right now, what would they say would the description be? Thriller be suspense, I bet. Probably, yeah. Probably thriller. All right, we'll invent another category, thriller. Just for Jurassic Park and Greatest Showman. And Greatest <laughs> Showman wins. <laughs> it's science fiction action. Film. What? Okay. That's, yeah, that's weird. That's, that's adventure. We also probably could have made a science fiction category. I think we might have had enough for that, but... Yeah, it's, yeah. it's fine. But who cares? It's too late. Yeah. Except uh, for when we say it's not. <laughs> All right. I'm going to make a case for wrist cutters here. All right. It is an extremely down movie. There's no doubt about that. But it's also, no doubt, a very adventurous film as well. Like, they literally go to the afterlife, which is just a shittier version of this world, and go on an adventure trying to find God, really. And you get, like, me, all these weird, quirky characters along the way, like a girl who sings while playing a saw, and you just see all these little miracles happen. I actually kind of agree with Drya on that one. Like, that that was going to be my vote for the top adventure movie was Risk Cutters, because it kind of, in a weird way, takes, like, the road trip, like, genre of movies and, like, flips it on its head. This is only ever about Fosters and Jurassic. <laughs> 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 okay so <laughs> i also like i really love the depiction of the afterlife in risk cutters i think it's one of the most clever ways to depict purgatory yeah that, in like any media i don't think i've seen it in like a more sense that because i think when a lot of media tries to depict purgatory they kind of forget that it's not just hell yeah so i like that it's just mundane and yeah, slightly annoying. Versus, ah, <laughs> oh, shit, my balls are on fire constantly. That's quite, <laughs> that's quite rude. The only time that my balls are not on fire is whenever spiders are are coming out of them. Huh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like that thought went away halfway through me saying it. <laughs> and like again, it also has the the banger in it. Let's be real. Yeah, it's got an amazing song yeah. that when just there is trap set up for set you, up for you in, in every corner, corner of this town. This town. It's, it's so good. It's really hard to do that it on is. Skype. Yeah, but. it's a little hard to max. It's gonna be fine. Fix it in post. Yeah, but yeah, like there's just a lot that's really cool about wrist cutters, and it it was another movie that really surprised me because I didn't have any expectations going into it. Because it was like our, was it February? Yeah, it was our anti-love month. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so we went in with that, and I was like, ah, we're going to be watching love stories, but with bad endings. Uh, (laughs) But no, this was like a fun little romp. It was a nice little kind of round. It was a roundabout way to get to what it was saying, which kind of fits the road trip aesthetic. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I like it a lot. You didn't get to see it, did you, Rocky? I haven't seen it, so I can't defend it. <laughs> Fair. But here's the other thing. Also in defense of Fosters, though, I think without having watched that show, it does a really good job of introducing you to the concepts of that world 
and taking you on this really crazy adventure through another world. Like, it, the way that it plays with, like, toys and candy and just, like, the toy box aesthetic of the whole thing is really incredible. One of the few movies where Dry was like, yep, you can't have this live action. You have to have it in animation. Yeah, it's, it's one of the few movies that just would not work live action. You, it just wouldn't. I can't imagine it. Life finds a motherfucking way. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I, I'll, I'll step out. If we're literally only talking about quality of these movies, Jurassic Park does have a huge edge for just how high budget it had and it being a Spielberg movie. <laughs> so there's kind of, it's kind of hard to, like, really? Are you, and again, adventure is a weird category that we just created at the end here. All right. Okay. So it's almost like all the movies had to adventure their way to that genre. It's almost like Rocky pulled some Republican shit right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. This is this is hard because Jurassic Park is undeniably such a good movie, but it's in a, it's just in one place. Like it's just they're in a park. They're stuck there. They're just Jurassic around. Just in one place in a fucking park. It's not like fucking that park in New York. Central it's a park. giant island. What are <laughs> you talking that... about? That's like saying in foster homes they're just in they're just in a box. It's just in a box. It's not an adventure. It's not fair. Yeah, they're just in purgatory and wrist cutters. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> and they're in the real world for a little while. And in a black hole at one point. They're on a helicopter in Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, One of these gotta go. One of these gotta go. We gotta get it down to... All right. I'm stuck between Fosters and Wrist Cutters, honestly. Like, as the one to stay or to go? Either either one. Biased. So biased. <laughs> the only thing I am sure of is Jurassic Park cannot fucking win. <laughs> so fucking so biased. Park out. We forever sure. remember how biased Jiraiya's opinion is when he talks about how objectively movies are good and bad. There's, there's just a biased part in Jiraiya, just like the rest of us. I yeah, won't but, deny yeah, it. I'm when you think dude. of adventure, what's the first thing that comes to mind? It's not no, fucking Jurassic. No, 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 fucking no, no, no. That's what I think of. Big old fucking brontosaurus walking around, or they really do move in herds. I mean, are you serious? In fucking Jeeps? What's more adventurous than a goddamn Jeep? Yes, a jeep on a track that can only move in one direction. That is very adventurous. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I rest my case. You gonna go right wing dummy? I'm gonna go left wing dummy, motherfucker. <laughs> what does that mean? Jurassic Park is nothing. A it's provocative. It's a rig system. It's a rig system. <laughs> Rocky only rig system, fucking argued George, for man. Jurassic Park, so we would have some a movie to talk about. <laughs> I was gonna go with Fosters, but now that Jurassic Park's and I'm like, I can't fucking choose Fosters. Over Jurassic Park. That wasn't my intention though. I was just browsing other categories and I saw Jurassic. I was reading all the fucking horror movies like Hereditary, Jurassic Park. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> if, if Jurassic Park doesn't make it, I'll I'll stick with Fosters. And I'll, we'll leave it however this whole thing plays out. But if you take 
it off. You're biased, though. You have to admit in your heart, like, yeah, I just don't want this on the list. <laughs> It's it's not that it, it's not the quality of movie. It's which one is more adventurous at its heart. Cannot. Uh, how can you argue Jurassic Park's not an adventure fucking it's movie? Jurassic Park fucking... ride. So what? The whole yeah, time. it goes to heck. It goes to heck, and they're on trees I mean... and they're running around in fields, and they got chases with dinosaurs. I mean, it's an adventure, really. You know, it's more of an adventure. What if you died and then just had to go and try and find God? Oh, look, I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> okay? That's the only problem with wrist cutters. What do you mean? You saw Fosters. Yeah, I've seen Fosters. <laughs> he hasn't seen wrist cutters. I have Actually, no now that I think about it, that's not too far off of what happens in Fosters. Just instead of dying, they go into a toy box and find God. It's true. So your idea of an adventure is finding God, then turn to the goddamn <laughs> Christian channel, because that's all you really need <laughs> to satisfy your adventure, guys. adventure lust. <laughs> I did not think adventure was going to be the hardest <laughs> argument. I know we're getting down to brass tacks now. <laughs> I I, I kind of get Jurassic, like, Jurassic Park doesn't feel like an adventure movie. With the keyword being movie in there, like it's, it's kind of... <laughs> I meant by the keyword being adventure movie there. Okay. Even though that's two words, so it can't be a keyword, but whatever. <laughs> I don't like it either. I don't feel like Jurassic Park necessarily has a a category. I also wouldn't consider Foster's adventure, and I don't think I can consider Risk Cutters adventures. You know, a movie I would consider adventure like The Mummy. It's probably the only movie off the top of my head. Like, oh, that's an adventure. Isn't that movie. A horror movie? No, yeah, it's, no, not really. It has horror no. aspects. I thought it was supposed to be a horror movie. I'd consider it an action movie. Same. I would say it's an adventure. What if we called this category action instead? <laughs> and Foster's is fucking out. Well, no, Foster's. No, I think Foster's might action. win then. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. No. Remember the entire climax of Foster's? Jurassic Park wishes it had that. People dinosaur. died in Jurassic Park. You don't know if no one died in their walls. Toilets were shattered. <laughs> Spit was thrown in people's face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I don't know. I'm just like think. I don't know. Any of these could win, and I'd be fine. I'm surprised Foster's got this far. <laughs> Foster's is honestly you, so fun of an adventure. Vote, if you vote Jurassic Park out, what you are guaranteed though is at least a fifty-fifty divide if you choose Foster's. I was gonna choose. <laughs> okay, fine. Spoilers. I was gonna choose wrist cutters. Oh Ooh. damn. Well, I guess I'm. I'll, I lose both Jurassic and Foster's. Are you kidding me? This is, a, this is no. This is no voting situation. Are you kidding? This is a bloodthirsty fight to the death of what is the best adventure. <laughs> if we get if we get rid of well, Jurassic, I'm going down Park. with the ship. I'll sink with Jurassic Park. I'm writing that. Bad boy, somewhere else. You guys can have your wrist cutters. Cause I haven't seen it. Remind me, Robbie. Were you were you on the Jurassic Park episode? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that one had all of us on it, whereas the other two did not. That is fair. Like, because I wasn't there for Fosters, and uh, Rocky wasn't there for wrist cutters. I also wasn't there for uh, Jurassic Park. Oh no! You Sam. fucker. <laughs> But I've seen Jurassic Park, which, by the way, isn't a good argument. If Wrist Cutters wins and it wins, I'm not convinced. 
But if it wins, it wins. Oh my gosh. I just All right. So that never my, my argument's out the window anyways, because I was gonna say <laughs> Rocky's just holding it so that it isn't a split between Rocky and Robbie who didn't see the movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I really like wrist cutters and it was a lot surprising. Uh, Jurassic Park didn't surprise me a whole lot. I think that's a lot of why I'm not like super defending Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is a great movie, but it it's not like anything I didn't expect for the most part. You know what? When you say it like that, I think Risk Cutters has a really good case to win this. Oh, is that what it was that won it for you, Jariah? <laughs> like your heart wasn't already set? That was the thing? Oh, you know, you make such a good point, E. <laughs> I mean, fair, like... exactly like that for the thing that I favor. I can't help but to agree with you. <laughs> yes, right. I was going to say Jurassic Park is more of like a, a popcorn movie to where like you kind of know what to expect going through it with like the three act structure. And, you know, like you have a, a good idea of like how it's going to play out as you're watching it. Very adventurous. All right. Just some so, very linear. How about dialogue. what? How about this? Let's cut Fosters. Okay. No. Okay. No, I refuse. I, 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 I'm I actually on can't Jurassic defend, Park now. I, I can't defend Fosters because I wasn't there for that, and I actually haven't taken the time to like yeah. sit down and watch it yet. I mean, I I love that movie, but it's it's a way it's clearly a TV movie versus these theater movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well. To be fair, like Risk Cutters was an independent movie. Like that one came out yeah. in uh, Sundance, if I remember correctly. Yeah, well, it was big on Sundance. All right, if we Risk Cutters and Jurassic Park are the last two left here, if we have to say like no. which one feels more adventurous, like which one feels like something you're discovering for the first time and has some interesting ideas to it that you haven't heard about before, I think Risk Cutters wins. I agree. One yeah. sec. Let me look up a synopsis of wrist cutters real quick. I want to see what, what the definition of a wrist of wrist cutters is like. It's a romance fantasy. Fantasy is adventure. I'll give you that. Okay. I'll give you that. Fantasy is probably more. Well, no, fantasy and sci-fi are pretty much both very adventure. That's two sides of the same coin. Yeah. I swear to God, I was going to lose my shift. It was like just a romance. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's barely a romance. In fact, the little romance there was went over my head when we watched it. <laughs> true when i was like yeah yeah and they went to sleep on the weird beach and you're like they had sex i was like what (laughs) (laughs) it implies that they had sex what (laughs) yeah i'm just going to say that choosing wrist cutters a movie about people dying and going to find god is be winning over a movie about fucking dinosaurs on an island and being trapped (laughs) there the 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 amount of bias is mind-boggling <laughs> Which one's more adventure? But it looks like you three like that movie more. So I mean, that's I it guess was a really, really like all in all, it was a really good movie too. Bias motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, my process of elimination, and which mean I mean eliminating Rocky from the equation. <laughs> <laughs> Risk cutters has won our adventure category. Yay! Yes. Yay! <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, funny thing about, all right, I guess a fun little uh, tidbit about that movie, too, is um, we watched my copy of that movie because me and Dry went to the movie store one day and I just like found it amongst a bunch of DVDs. And I was like, oh, this seems weird and interesting. And Dry uh, saw it and automatically recognized it and like 
talk me into buying it like right then and there. And I'm really glad that he did because it ended up being a phenomenal movie. It's really great. It's great in a way that's different from Jurassic Park, but yeah. both can still be great. No, not that <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> I'm not Robbie. When I explode, I explode and never talk to you guys again. I'm not going to come back. Sharky, <laughs> what did you like in horror? Fuck you guys. Okay, so we're going to go to E. <laughs> All right. All Anyhow. Right. On to the next one. Oh, wait, no, it was comedy. Comedy. Next genre, best of comedy. And you want to read the nominees out, E? All right. The nominees for goodest comedy got (laughs) Ghostbusters, The Life of Brian, Princess Bride, Up in Smoke, Half-Baked, This is the End, The Watch. National Lampoon's Vacation, Home Alone, Knives Out, and Forrest Gump. I swear to God, if we don't choose up and smoke, I'm fucking getting off the podcast right now. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. We all know Half-Baked is superior. Not getting (laughs) If a stoner movie wins this, I am leaving. (laughs) All right. I actually haven't seen half, half Up in Smoke. I actually met Half-Baked. <laughs> I hated that movie, actually. Yeah. I, was, I think E hated that entire month. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that month's... Yeah. No, that month had a silent voice. Oh, <laughs> actually, technically it did have a silent voice, didn't it? Yeah. 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 Really? Technically, yes. Oh, but like that was just kind of like the whole April month with the stoner movies was just kind of like, hey, it's 2020. It's going to be April. So it's a whole month of 420. And like, Dry just kind of like rolled with the idea. Like, I, I fucking guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, Up in Smoke, I thought was fine. Like, it's a stoner movie, but I, I enjoyed a lot of parts of it. I think it went off the rails with all the car smoke thing. The R- weed car. Being able to just literally smoke the van. Yeah. yeah, that that like went a little too off the rails for me and went too into like the stoner comedy where it's like, oh, he's got the munchies. Yeah, but, like there's a lot of nice visual humor and a lot of really funny gags in that movie. Yeah, there's some good gags. I think that one can stay for now. I think that there's some other stuff we can get rid of first. Um, I'm going to say Half-Baked can pretty easily be the first one to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it, just it's, it's it, pretty on the face of what it is. Like it's there the jokes that work in it are so few and far between. Yeah, it's very it's like everything I think about when I think of the, a dumb stoner movie that I hate. Yeah, like that that movie is like the epitome of a stoner movie. I'm gonna I'll, I'm also gonna say maybe get rid of Home Alone because I that's an all right movie, but it's not like that it's not that funny or like that entertaining. I don't know. Yeah, like, actually, I would agree with you. I would say that's, like, a good, like, family comedy adventure thing, but, like, it does feel like a family comedy. Yeah. Yeah, I would say get rid of that one, too. Um, I feel like This is the End could probably pretty easily also be taken out of the list. I don't know. It's like, we all agree, like, it's, we all agree, like, it's all right. There's some parts that are really, really good in it, though. Yeah. Like, there's that whole for, thing about, like, jacking off on everything in the house that is just undeniably extremely funny. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I but don't... I, know I think for me, though, is, like, some of the other it, movies, like, there are some bangers on this list, to yeah. be fair. 
Yeah, this is this is a hard one. There's there's a lot of top notch. I don't right. think that uh, this is the end or Knives Out will make it. To be honest with you, let's we we would have a better time choosing which movies would actually have a chance versus ones we know aren't going to actually. Yeah, because most of these movies are good. I don't like Half Baked. Yeah. I can't remember Up in Smoke. Is that the Cheech and Chong one? Yeah, that's yeah. the first movie. Yeah, like, yeah, I wasn't too into those. I don't. So we said we could keep it. I think now's the time to cut it, anyways. Yeah, yeah, we can probably <laughs> cut Up in Smoke. It got past two. And yeah, I guess when you like compare this is the end to other things, that's pretty cuttable yeah, like, too. To be yeah, yeah, to be fair, like the Stoner month was probably one of our weakest month when it came months when it came to movies. All in all, yeah, yeah. But like, there were a couple funny jokes that were in all those movies. But like, all in all, like they're just unless you're a huge like it, huge into like that dumb stoner comedy, it's not really like that profound. Yeah, and then looking at this, uh, Rocky's right. I think when it comes to the other comedies on here, Knives Out doesn't really. I don't know. I don't know if it'll stand the test of time. But like, I think right now it's just not that cult status for me personally, and. Uh, I see E hovering over Forrest Gump, and yeah, when you compare it to other I, comedies. I, to be fair, I see that movie as way more of a drama than I see it as a comedy. That was a, like, I think we listed it as both, and again, I think a lot of it just depended on, we have, the the drama category is still really stacked, and we didn't want to... The thing is, again, and look, I probably wouldn't vote Forrest Gump, I pr- have a pretty solid idea, but the reality is, with Forrest Gump, if we were not to be biased, <laughs> is the reason it's it, it's it's disliked so much is because of how much it's been seen compared to a lot of these other ones. I don't even like, think it's disliked. I just think as, like, as you, if you look at it as like a pure comedy, I just think like the jokes per square inch, I guess, of the film don't yeah. hit as much as others. I don't know. It's a lot yeah. more of like, hey, look at the wacky situations Forrest gets in versus. Yeah. Hey, look how funny Forrest is. Yeah. Which, like, Forrest I mean, when Gump it comes is really like... good, but, like, it just yeah. doesn't fit in... It maybe would have fit better in Adventure, now I'm thinking about it, honestly, but... Yeah. Because yeah, technically wait. he does <laughs> run across America. Yeah. He over goes through some wacky again. hijinks. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, like, when you're looking at the comedies of, of this, though, like, you look at the comedy in Forrest Gump, like, one of the comedic jokes is, like, he sees a friend that he are didn't know if he's ever going to see again and then jumps off of a moving boat to go swim towards him instead of like docking the boat like he's supposed to and ends up destroying a pier. Yeah. Like that was one of the jokes in Forrest Gump compared yeah. to like this is the end with the jerk off joke where I'll jerk off wherever I want. And, like starts jerking off a bat while uh, they start like making jizz jokes towards each other or right, right. Even like or like with the life of Brian, some of the like there are some fucking hilarious jokes in the life of Brian. Yeah, I think we can I, cut Forrest Gump pretty easily here. Yeah. Yeah. If you want, we can add that back to the drama maybe later because that might yeah. have been a better fit. So I, I, I agree. Like, I feel like the movie's more dramatic than anything else. Yeah, we'll bring it up when we come to drama again. Uh, so what we got left? We got Ghostbusters, Life of Brian, Princess Bride, The Watch, and National Lampoon's Vacation. I I feel I'm like gonna... out of all of those, like, despite how much I like Vacation, I feel like out of that list of what's left, that's probably the weakest link. Yeah. I was going to say, like, it's funny, but, like, some of the other ones have, like, gut-busting humor, whereas yeah. that one's, like, of, it's just, like, laughing. It's more of a sensible chuckle movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, a constantly low, like, 
It's yeah. like, haha. Except for when there just is a racist joke, but whatever. Yeah, it does get real racist <laughs> or, and real you know, sexist occasionally. It does. That and like they did make a weird joke about killing a dog by dragging it behind a car. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, and he exited out. <laughs> uh, okay, so what? A, hmm. Yeah, when it comes to these, so for me, the watch and the Ghostbusters are so incredibly similar in style. But I feel like when you put Ghostbusters up to the watch and how much you compare the watch to Ghostbusters, uh, you just Ghostbusters is better. I would say. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Ghostbusters is more memorable. I remember laughing more while watch, doing the watch, but the Ghost like. I remember more jokes from Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, we can probably get rid of the watch here. Yeah. And then there were three. So, mm. I'm going to say, with Life of Brian, I like that a lot, and I think it's funny in a satirical sense, but I don't know if I think it's as funny as the other two. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm there with you, too. Like, the... I think the parts that of Life of Brian that we really enjoyed were, like, the second half of it, or, like, the last 20 minutes, maybe, are the parts that we really, really liked. And the rest of it's just kind of a low-hum chuckle again, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Life of Brian has kind of the same problem as Up in Smoke. It's, like, a lot of sketch comedy all pieced together to make a more comprehensible movie. Yeah. Compared to, like, you know, The Princess Bride, which tells a very comprehensive story throughout the entire thing and everything links together perfectly. And same thing with Ghostbusters, like, that's telling a story and everything links together in a comprehensible story that's meant to be a movie. Yeah. Yeah, we can get rid of Life of Brian there. Okay. All right, so the last that two being are said, Ghostbusters. I did really like, uh, I was going to say, that being said, I did really like the Life of Brian, too. Yeah. I think we all did. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, so our last two are Ghostbusters and Princess Bride. I'm gonna, I think Ghostbusters kind of takes this easily, in my opinion. I disagree. Yeah, I actually, I'm with Dry. I think Princess Bride, like that movie with all the memes that are made off of it, and like it has a good, uh, it has a good role of like kind of memeable jokes, along with like sensible chuckle jokes, and also a couple of Gutbusters in there too. I don't like. I liked Princess Bride a lot more. I think Ghostbusters is a lot more memorable. And I think you are underselling kind of the cultural impact Ghostbusters also had. It's biased. This whole thing is biased. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Wasting my breath. What do you think? I'm actually going to... I was going to go either with Ghostbusters or Life of Brian. Princess Bride... Okay, I'm biased too. I'm all I just think... <laughs> it's boring. What? <laughs> I'm also biased, okay? We're all biased. Yeah, everyone's biased. The whole thing's rigged. All right, so make a a point for Ghostbusters. Well, no, it's just not as boring as Princess Bride. I don't think Princess Bride is boring. It's very boring. What? It's a boring movie. My name is Diego Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. That's that's a joke, though. That's not not an interesting point of the movie. It's so memorable. But that's not what Rocky's saying. It's just boring. What? I don't even care about the, the Ghostbusters, but I watched it like, this is a solid movie, and this is an enjoyable movie. I can't remember a thing I've, I saw in Ghostbusters. <laughs> I, don't, like, I, I can't, can't remember, remember a goddamn thing, but you remember no, that you liked it more. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember a thing from Princess Bride either, though, because it's boring. 
What? I remember. A, I think. I feel like I remember more from Princess Bride than I did. I definitely, from I definitely remember more of Ghostbusters. I think some of it, like I really like Bill Murray's humor too. Yeah, I, I think of like every actor in both of these movies. I think Bill Murray shines the brightest. I mean, you make a good point with that. Uh, the The style of Bill Murray's comedy is definitely very original and something like once in a generation type of thing. So I see that point. I mean, I think my argument for Princess Bride, though, is like Bill Murray is rather charismatic and like he's very memorable and is kind of that once in a generation kind of humor. But like for the charisma that Bill Murray has for that movie, like I feel like all the characters in Princess Bride have that charisma where they all work off each other very well. I mean, I definitely I would say the Ghostbusters work off each other really well, too. They do, but I feel like it's. I don't know. I think for me personally, I just enjoyed it more with Princess Bride. I don't know. I'm I'm starting to see where Ian Rocky are coming from. Like, <laughs> I I think Ghostbusters drops the ball on certain aspects a bit more than Princess Bride, but I think it has a lot higher highs in my opinion. Because I like Princess Bride a lot, but at the end of the day, for me, Princess Bride is mostly just a parody of fairy time story, <laughs> fairy time, fairy tale <laughs> fairy stories. Time. <laughs> it's fairy time. Yeah. Like it's it, it is mostly just a satirical take on a fairy tale, and like yeah, poking fun at it all. And whereas Ghostbusters, I think, is hilarious and also really original in a lot of this its sense. And I get, I it's not Princess Bride's bad or anything. It's just I think Ghostbusters stands alone a lot because there are aspects of Princess Bride that only make sense coming from like knowing the what it's kind of poking fun at. That's true. Yeah, I would say maybe Ghostbusters is more of like a touchstone for society more. Like, it brought paranormal things, really, to the forefront, I guess. And like you said, yeah, I guess Princess Bride really was just like mocking the fairy tale kind of like fantasy thing. Yeah, I think I would be cool with Ghostbusters winning this, actually. I mean, I, I would still, I would still argue Princess Bride, but I feel like it's a. I think I'm gonna have battle. to argue Princess Bride. I mean, there's a lot of bias showing. Never actually gave Princess Bride a fair, a fair shot. <laughs> All right, then Princess Bride wins, I guess. Uh... <laughs> oh, but like, like they're both great movies, in my opinion. I think for me, uh. For me in general, I think Princess Bride is more memorable. I feel like it's something that people talk about more often than Ghostbusters. I don't. I really think more people talk about Ghostbusters nowadays than Princess Bride. I would agree with that. I don't like, know. You see way more Ghostbusters costumes on Halloween. Like Ghostbusters has like stood the test of time for like generations. Whereas like I would say that like, Princess Bride is really more of like once you get older, it's kind of you start to appreciate the humor of it. Whereas like I think most generations can appreciate Ghostbusters. That's what I'm thinking. But no, like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, like, Ghostbusters is a good movie. I feel like part of the reason with uh, it being brought more to the forefront, too, is the remakes that they're making of it compared to with The Princess Bride. There was talks of a remake and fans shut that down right away because they felt like it was perfect just the way that it was. I mean, and there's they still talks to... of like a sequel and they did that whole thing on like Quibi, uh, R.I.P. Quibi, uh, where they just remade the whole thing. But like celebrities remaking it in their house uh, i'm not i'm not gonna say r.i.p ribby i think it just deserves only an r 
<laughs> rest, Quibby. Just yeah. please go away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm leaning more towards Ghostbusters here, I gotta say. As for like cultural touchstone, I just think Ghostbusters spans generations much easier than Princess Bride. Not to say that Princess Bride isn't good, because Princess Bride is fucking amazing, but I think I think yeah. Ghostbusters just has some staying power. I mean, I would make that same argument for Princess Bride, but that's just I guess me. Sounds like a lot of bias. I mean, I guess coming oh from the only objective person here. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> objective fact. <laughs> An objective fact and the facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> yeah. Facts don't care about feelings. I don't know about all this, you know, social cornerstones, but it's boring. It's boring. <laughs> it's not boring. I'm not, it's not boring. I'm not going to agree with that. Objectively, it's boring. Oh, my gosh. Subjectively. I I think I'm objective. And that's <laughs> my, but, yeah, like, I, I still feel like I'm in the corner of Princess Bride, but I am okay with Ghostbusters winning the comedy award for our little award. <laughs> yeah, for the most significant award ever <laughs> comedy on a podcast. <laughs> All right, so let's uh put an X next to Princess Bride here. And uh there is actually one other contender for uh comedy, I think. And what? it's uh fucking Jurassic Park. I think I forgot. <laughs> I didn't forget. Don't you remember the scene where the kid gets fucking electrocuted? How hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's pretty funny actually. No, I think it's hilarious that it wasn't one for a fucking adventure. <laughs> 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 All right, so comedy, the contenders were Ghostbusters, Life of Brian, Princess Bride, Up in Smoke, Half-Baked, This is the End, The Watch, National Lampoon's Vacation, Home Alone, Knives Out, Forrest Gump, and we named Ghostbusters the winner. And then the other genre we did was Adventure, and the nominees were Foster's Home, A Whisker Away, Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, Powerpuff Girls, Wrist Cutters, El Mariachi, Greatest Showman, and Jurassic Park. And the winner of that was Wrist Cutters. All right, so let's move on to the next genre, horror. This one's going to be hard. I, I'm not going to play play nice. I'll lose my shit. You want us to put Jurassic Park back on? Look, all I'm just saying is <laughs> everybody's against me. This <laughs> is the not... only rational way I can go forward. All, all right, right, so first off, I think we can all say the wailing sucked, right? Let's take that off. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You didn't, we didn't. I know you're joking, but we didn't even list the, the contenders. Okay, right, right. Uh, Rock, Rocky, do you want to list the uh, horror nominees? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so the nomination... I'm so upset about Jurassic Park, I can't even think. <laughs> the nominations for horror are The Shining, Krampus, Monster House, The Cell, The Thing, Doctor Sleep, Terror Vision, Jurassic Park... <laughs> It follows Hereditary, Pandora, End of Days, and The Wailing. Now, if you want to take Jurassic Park off, that's fine, but it was there on the list. I didn't make the list. But it's there. It's not there on the list, it is, actually. It's not there anymore. Okay, All right. Never mind. All right. So, off the bat, I feel like we could say fuck Krampus and fuck End of Days. Yeah. I don't think. I'm oh, good with uh, are we are assuming that Jurassic Park's not on this too, I'm guessing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah there's no Jurassic adventure. Park on this. It went okay. to adventure. Fine. <laughs> I would have a better shot there. <laughs> you don't let him put it there. Get out. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm also going to say, as much as Terrorvision is amazing, it's not a good horror movie. Oh, come on. Terrorvision's so good. It's hilarious, but it's not a good horror movie. Ah, uh, fine, fine. I'll... I think he's fine. He's arguing it for we live in a society genre of movie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is a bit unfair to Jiraiya because it was under comedy first, and I said, "Isn't it a horror movie?" And he was like, "I guess it technically is." <laughs> That'd be so fucking cheap if you're like, "It doesn't really count as a horror movie, doesn't it?" <laughs> Okay. It's politics, man. <laughs> and of course, Monster House also is barely a movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm actually going to argue that too. Monster House is barely a movie. <laughs> so it can. I would it. argue it is a movie, but it's the most average of all the movies we've watched. That's if it's like it. right in the middle of everything. Uh, I think I gave it a six, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe I gave yeah. it a four or something. Or five. I, I think gave I gave it a five. Then- I know I gave it a five because I said it's like the most average of everything, ever, anything that we watch. So I have to give it a five because it's right down the middle. Right. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So I, as like backdoor stuff, um, backdoor, back room stuff. <laughs> I was actually like debating that or Scary Godmother, and I think I actually made the bad call. Now, oh, like, looking back at both of them, it was your spirit. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> like, I, like I watched a bit more of Scary Godfather. I was like, that has way more to talk about, and we should have done that. But maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. Robbie made the call right. of Spirit Stallion the Cimarron, where people fuck horses, and E made the call of Monster House, where the house fucks them. Apparently, this was a backdoor decision, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I tried it. So, man, I think I, I feel like we I'm can gonna get rid of. Uh, Doctor Sleep, as much as I like it, and it is honestly really fantastic, I feel like when it comes to, like, horror, if we're thinking of, like, scary, it doesn't quite stack up to the other ones. Um, that is fair. It has a lot more drama to get up to that horror moment. Yeah. I did absolutely love that movie, though, but I loved it for... Hollywood movie. Yeah. I think we should kick the cell in Pandorum. I... I haven't seen the cell. I can't speak for that. I definitely agree on Pandorum. It's also not really. Yeah, I'll agree on Pandorum. Uh, so I guess you three discussed the cell. I mean, it just it's okay to me. Yeah, it was fine. I, mean, I liked it, but I think there were mistakes that were made with that movie. Like, I feel like for the argument that we made of um, they should take movies that like had better potential and remake those instead of remaking beloved classics. Like that would be one of those movies that I would add to that list. It had the potential of being a better movie than what it actually was, but it, for me, it was still good. But it doesn't belong in like the best horror movie. Okay, so I think we're in the more like contentious. Contentious? I don't know. Um, this is my way. Of saying, I I don't like it. Follows. I don't know if I would put it. It follows is really good. Wait, did we cut the cell? Is that is that the choice we came yeah. to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. X next to that. I I still think it follows is kind of dumb. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I but think it's really, really s- good. I don't know. Compared to like The Shining and Hereditary, I don't know. I think I would. I think I might. Uh, that's hard. I w- I was gonna say I think I might cut The Shining before I cut It Follows. What? Yeah. 
I really like. I know. Say. I like. I know you I don't. Agree with that. I don't. I know you didn't like it. Follows E because literally the entire thing is it's about sex. But like, and it's, it's so good. <laughs> it's really good. It's really not. It's so good. E, it's about know. sexual transmitted diseases. <laughs> it advocates. What's more horrifying than that? Listen, yeah. guys. I'm just speaking objectionally here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like. Do you really like hold it as high on like the shining the thing hereditary? I don't know about uh, the whaling. I didn't see that. Objectively, I think um, it follows is better than the classic The Shining that a lot of people have watched more so than it follows, and is probably like considered a movie classic. Or I don't know if it follows is. I would say objectively, that's my decision. <laughs> I mean, for me, in a weird way, I kind of agree that like I would cut it, The Shining before it follows. But I think part of that has to do with like the real horror of that movie is what happened to the actors while they were filming it more so than like the actual movie itself. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm not saying that The Shining isn't good because we all agree The Shining is fucking fantastic. Yeah, but I think, it is, like, it's a fantastic movie. But... When it just comes to like scares and like things that are unsettling, I don't think it hits quite the highs that the rest do. What? Okay. I agree. What's what's scary about it follows? The entire concept of something is always there following you and you can never escape it. I think The Shining actually scared me more than it follows. I just like it follows more because it's new. <laughs> God damn it, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I think it's more of like the existential dread when it comes to it follows compared to like, you know, things that kind of pop out for The Shining. But uh, I, I really don't think it follows as a scary movie. Like, like I, there's nothing in that movie that ever scared me. There's parts in The Shining that fucking scared me when I first watched it. I mean, yeah, but when I first watched The Shining, I was like a child. I was a baby. How old were you when you watched it? Follows. I don't know. What year did it come out? Like 2014? 2015? I forget. It's recent. Yeah, it's a fairly yeah. recent movie. I I guess in the argument towards The Shining, The Shining is one of those movies that like I feel like it's going to be timeless and it's going to be something that kind of follows each generation compared to It Follows to where like it hasn't really stood that test of time yet. I guess it hasn't stood the test of time yet. And even what uh, even when it goes okay. up against the things that we have left on this list, like The Thing and Hereditary and yeah, The Wailing, yeah. I don't think It Follows quite hits hits that. But we just gotta make sure The Shining gets out before it follows. Okay, if they both because go we out, don't like it. I'm okay. And that's with really this. all that matters at the end. I think, yeah, I think actually, yeah, we both get we get rid of The Shining and it follows. I think I agree yeah, with that. Oh, get out, oh, I'm, let's, I'm okay. The, the fight isn't over. We gotta. <laughs> Why does it matter which STD ghost versus how are when it be, when it comes to STD ghosts and hotel ghosts? Apparently, they just <laughs> hit each other. Cancel each other out. Yeah. They hit each other like an unstoppable force hits an unmovable object. And well, you get most of your out. STDs in hotels. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Shining okay. is the base of the horror genre, but it okay. still should go because it's not new. God damn What we are left with now is the thing, hereditary, and the wailing. Out of these, I have only seen The Thing. So, I've heard a ton about Hereditary, so please make the case for The Wailing. The Wailing, like we were saying, um, it kind of 
it jumps around a lot between like being a dark comedy, almost uh, like a a family. I don't want to say like a family drama to being that supernatural horror, but because it does and it makes you question a lot, like throughout the entire way and doesn't exactly give you a definitive answer throughout most of the movie. Do you like racism? (laughs) (laughs) This is an objective question. Do you like racism? Because if not, the Wailing wins. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the argument for... The wailing is if it loses, then racism wins. <laughs> Am I understanding this? Yes. If, if without the wailing, <laughs> Trump would have had a second presidency. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man. This is hard. This is hard. The thing, hereditary, and hard. the wailing are all really good. I just, like, I still don't know if I understand what the wailing's really about other than racism. I guess, um, if you take it at its surface level, it's about this cop who his daughter becomes possessed by this demon, and they're trying to figure out a way to exercise this demon. And it makes you question whether, like, who is, like, the... Because, like, there's, like... It seems like there's, like, this force, in, or the supernatural force that's trying to protect her, and one that's trying to take her away. And then it also makes you question whether there's a supernatural force to begin with on it or with the movie okay would would you say that that's a good way to kind of summarize it for this movie that we haven't seen in months yeah i mean look i i would make the case that i don't think the wailing should be a contender with those two and i i like the wailing more than i like uh both the thing and hereditary but i think if we're just saying best horror movie i don't I don't I don't think so. It just it doesn't have it doesn't have that thing that that can, you know, like that that really makes it stick, you know? I don't, I don't know how to explain that. it. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a way to make the wailing stick, but for I wanna say like an American audience, because not as much people will have heard about the wailing as have heard about the thing and hereditary. Yeah, I think what the whaling really needs is cut 30 minutes out of that and have way more zombies in it. I think that's what, for an American audience, that's what the whaling really needs. Okay, but are we saying we can probably cut the whaling at this point then? I think that's where I, we're at. I, yeah, I don't think it'd be really fair <clears throat> to, to keep it as a contender. All right. It wasn't so, fair that we kicked the shiny neither, but fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you're dealing with bias. <laughs> so. so the remaining are hereditary and the thing i have only seen the thing so i can't say a lot but the thing is a damn good movie can we take a three-hour break to show e hereditary i will puke (laughs) and die (laughs) i I could barely handle midsummer so from the sounds of it there's no way in hell i could handle hereditary yeah, you uh, you you really couldn't. It just it hits you on such an emotional level. I don't know. It's it's fear in a way that's really hard to grasp, honestly, because it's something that you can't just think of and imagine. Like everybody probably has that thought of like I would hate to lose this person or hate to lose that person. But hereditary slams you in the face with the the grief that you would be facing if you really lost somebody that you really really loved or cared about. 
and it makes you watch other people have that grief for like an hour. It's it's a heart wrenching thing to watch. And and I feel like between the thing and Hereditary is like a fight with the movie that like I'm gonna call it now and say like the Hereditary is gonna be like a timeless classic when it comes to horror. Like I feel like. 20, 30 years from now, people will talk about that movie like it's a classic compared to The Thing, which was a movie that was critically hated on whenever it first came out and then like kind of worked its way out of the muck to become the timeless classic that it is now. The Thing also has a fun concept and characters that even though they don't have too much dialogue, you feel like you feel invested in what happens to them. You at least stimulate. I I don't think they confess like, God, I can't believe he's dead. Yeah, but more like you're stimulated. You're like, oh man, that was so crazy. He was he was an interesting character, you know. Like yeah, um, the thing, like really makes you second guess constantly throughout the movie: who's real, who's not, what is real, and just like even like even up to the end, you're still not sure. Even after the end, I would say I I think yeah. what the thing does really really well um, to argue for it now is that. It takes the fun of like a slasher movie, of like a sci-fi kind of thing. You get to watch all these characters that you've been introduced to get killed off, but you also have this element of existential dread and foreboding that follows through the whole movie because you don't know if the person that you like or like the character you're cheering for in a way is the enemy. You don't know who the enemy is or like what to expect from scene to scene. You have this feeling like anything could happen. Uh, another thing, well, actually two things I feel like it did really well is um, one thing that we always talked about is uh, how usually whatever's hiding in the shadows is more scary than what it shows up front. But that movie does show some like scary things up front with the creatures, but you never really see what the creature looks like. You just see its interpretation of what other things should look like in the yeah. creature's mind, but you never see what it originally was or like, and then also, like you said, uh, you never know who, like, you know, who's the thing and who's uh, a real person. And it's one of the few movies that it takes silence and it takes just like watching something play out long and drawn out and it makes it interesting and it makes it to where you're still invested in it. Like a good example is whenever they're doing the testing of the blood, it just makes you sit there and watch the entire time, like while they're testing it, but you're on the edge of your seat the entire time. No music plays, nobody talks, but you're still invested in every second of that scene. That scene also might just be one of the best scenes in all of cinema, I might argue. It's a bold statement. I That's like it. Very out bold of, statement. Out of like, I like, I don't know. There's like, of course, Ed and I's big picture has a million of those. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like out of every movie I've seen, that one sticks out so much because it uses everything well. Like, yeah. there's such a tension constantly that never even gets released honestly like even after it's all done yeah it's still there also i do want to say uh dion who was on the things podcast did want to say how much he loves that scene as well he didn't really have the time to do it on the podcast so i wanted to bring that up here gotcha just for him (laughs) Um, so he also also votes the thing is what i'm saying no (laughs) (laughs) but also like i said within the case of hereditary it takes all these different themes that could have been their own movie and still been a good entertaining movie. And it lumps them all together in something that like for, I feel like for a lesser director probably wouldn't have worked as well as it worked for this movie. 
but it takes the concept of you know I want to say like almost like the origins of a slasher when it comes like this little girl who like something's wrong with her but you can't tell exactly what it is and then ends up like just hitting you in left field out of nowhere and becomes this family drama of like this heart-wrenching or this heart-wrenching story of a family being torn apart by this tragedy and makes you get invested in the characters that way and then like adds in a supernatural horror to it in a way that I just wasn't expecting but I enjoyed every second of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it it makes this a hard choice cuz both yeah. of them are just fantastic movies. I'm going to it, it is up to you guys. I can't like again, I haven't seen Hereditary, so I know it like everyone loves it, so I am going to have to trust you guys' judgment here. I think we bring The Shining back now. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, man. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I think as like an introductory kind of thing, I think the thing is a lot easier to show to somebody into horror, and Hereditary is what you show to people when you're mad at them but don't want to tell them why. You know, her, also Hereditary is like you step into a haunted house, the whole house is scary. And Hereditary is like the fucking basement, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like the worst place you could be in a pretty bad place already. It's kind of what that movie is like I, when it comes to horror. Yeah, I feel in like a good way. Yeah. And also in a good way, I feel like Hereditary is one of those movies you'd show somebody to be like, yeah, movies are tame. Nothing shocks me anymore. You would show them something like Hereditary. Yeah, yeah. But a thing also for Hereditary is that it has a... Everything is needed. Um, I I couldn't even say it has a standalone story. I mean, it is very much intertwined with the horrific. But the, the story is... You know, like you see a lot of um, shock and awe movies, right? There's not really a story. It doesn't really matter what happened. It was, you know, about the old dude getting his penis chopped off. You right. Know what movie yeah. I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's no there's no need for a story. That was never the point. The story is very important to this piece. You know, um, it's not nothing's done. I never felt like it was done cheaply. It was just yeah. fucking off. You know. Yeah, when you bring that up, there's some things in the thing, I think, that could have been taken out, and that movie would have been exactly the same. Um, but with Hereditary, if you take like even one scene out, I think it changes a lot of what that movie is. I think I would, I think I would be vying more for Hereditary to win this, honestly. What do you guys think? I mean, the, despite the fact that like you know the thing was actually on my top three of like my favorite movies that we've done this year. In a weird way, I do agree with you, like hereditary, especially when it comes to like the horror aspect, because not only does it deal with like supernatural horror, it also deals with existential dread and it deals with um, almost like a slasher level of horror in some way, shapes and are uh, throughout that movie, too. And like. Both of them are a roller coaster, but it, in a weird way, like uh, the for the thing, it's more of like a popcorn movie roller coaster compared to. Um, what hereditary is and i feel in a weird way the horror that happens in hereditary will stick with you more than it will for the thing even though like like i said like i feel like the thing actually very much kind of molded my taste in horror movies like it it is more of a horror movie for hereditary i think so i guess like I think hereditary challenges the viewer more than I think the thing that does. Yeah. 
I don't think Hereditary, if I watched as a kid, would have molded me. It would have just been fucking awful. <laughs> it would have fucked you up. The you only know, thing, traumatized you. Well, here's the thing about being a kid. The only thing about being a kid that would make the movie a little bit better was because I want to really understand how awful it is. Because a lot of the concepts like grief and stuff, it was sort of develop over time unless right. you've been directly exposed to it as a child. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, that would be the only thing. I think the thing is definitely way more exceptional at molding someone for horror this is for like people in horror who wonder just what's in the basement like hey we've never been down here before what's down here and then that is that and you're like <laughs> oh well, god <laughs> that's that why we never went down that's, yeah like, that makes <laughs> it's like that's huh there. wow it's, it's kind of creepy down here in the basement and then someone just randomly gets hit by a two by four and their head falls off yeah it's like <laughs> oh wow this basement's really creepy then you just hear that and you look up I'm probably missing something here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably want to stay in the dark about that one. Okay. Yeah, never go in the basement, E. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I think it sounds like a consensus was made, though. I th- yeah, yeah, I think Hereditary like, wins this. It, yeah, it was. It's, really- it's a tough choice. It yeah. really is, but. This was like an actual tough choice, unlike the others, where there was a lot of weird, like screaming choice toughness. <laughs> this agree. was like a discussion tough choice, yeah. I think. Yeah, I would say like I would I will probably watch the thing more times in my life than I will Hereditary because for Hereditary I actually have to get myself to a place to watch it. It's, it's very you can't be like silly and impulsive like, oh yeah, time to just kick the shit and watch a horror movie. Hereditary it is, you know, like <laughs> kind of like, Yeah. You yeah. can't be in a slap happy mood and watch Hereditary. I could do that and watch the thing. I could be very simulated and entertained, you know? Yeah, you're right. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. All right. So the nominees for Best of Horror were The Shining, Krampus, Monster House, The Cell, The Thing, Doctor Sleep, Terror Vision, It Follows, Hereditary, Pandorum, End of Days, The Wailing. And the winner was Hereditary. Yay! Yay! Trauma wins. <laughs> it yep. always does. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that leaves us with the last genre of the night. The biggest one. And <sighs> I'm regretting that we left this one for last. <laughs> I, re- I think I think it yeah. works best last though. Like this is gonna yeah. be the gonna tough. Be, yeah, this is gonna be the tough one. <laughs> All right. For best drama, read the nominees, Robbie. So the nominees for best drama is This Is Where I Leave You, The Family Fang, What Dreams May Come, Dunkirk, Breakfast Club, Rashomon, Parasite, Blue Valentine, The Last Kiss, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Brothers, The Hunt, Deer Hunter, Primal Fear, Blade Runner The Final Cut, Blade Runner 2049, It's Such a Beautiful Day, I Lost My Body, Gattaca, A Silent Voice, Christmas Prince, Reefer Madness, and what do you know, Jurassic Park came in at at the very last moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, out of these, I think there are some clear ones that we can get rid of right away. Uh, Deer Hunter, I think we can make that go fuck itself, right? Everyone agrees, fuck that movie. I mean, I would still say, like, 
the ones that are probably the lowest rated out of everything on here is probably the Christmas Prince and Reefer Madness. Yeah, I feel like those. Yeah, Reefer Madness and Christmas Prince can go right away. Yeah. Well, Reefer Madness saved a lot of lives. No, I think it screwed a lot of people, actually. <laughs> uh, looking at the other ones, um, I'm, I'm going to say this is where I leave you and Family Fang. Maybe it's just recency bias, but I don't know about like the best dramas. I think we can get rid of the Family Fang, but I think this is where I leave you should stay for now, at least. All right, we'll give it a little bit. But yeah, Family Fang, uh, just to give it, you know, it's peace. I think, uh, and this is recency bias. But I think it just has, we haven't had long enough to sit with it to really think about it and, like, give it its time to breathe. Um, right. But it really did do a great job of, like, showing that dysfunction in a family and how the children deal with that. Yeah. But, yeah, I just think it doesn't, it doesn't quite fit in with everything else here. And then um, I'm also going to say Breakfast Club. Yeah. It's, I think that maybe I mean, should have been in the adventure genre. Yeah, it's it's literally in one place. That's more than one place. The <laughs> Jurassic Park is. <laughs> I'm not saying it should have won. It's just maybe that's where it should have been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. Like, I have a nostalgia for that movie, but I think if I take the nostalgia glasses off of it, it's not as good as some of the other movies on this list. Yeah, we can exit. I mean, I'm, I'm apparently the only person in existence that thinks it's just okay, since Robbie said people either hate it or love it. Yeah, yeah, you're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Gattaca could probably be taken off the list because I think Dry's favorite thing about or that movie was just yelling out Gattaca, Gattaca, Gattaca. I, I I did like that movie quite a bit, but I think like ultimately it was like just not the staying power of some of these others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it has a good, it has a good message and a good thought, or it's a good thought experiment to watch but like it's a thought experiment that's like stretched out for an hour and a half because they need to have a runtime. yeah yeah um i'm i think the hunt i think we can get rid of the hunt yeah i really liked the hunt but once again i don't know if i would say it's the best out of all yeah, the, movies like the things that we have here i just don't think that it quite is as good that being said like the hunt is a good movie and it has a good once again thought process of you know someone being accused of something terrible and what they have to deal with after the fallout happens. Yeah. I think that it's does a really good job of the negative aspects of cancel culture. Yeah. Um, I guess also with that, uh, I want to say primal fear next on there. Cause like we enjoyed that movie, but it's nothing that was like as profound as some of the other movies on this list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, we can get rid of primal fear too. I think. Remind me, brothers, is that the one with Russian roulette? No, no, that was Deer Hunter. Okay, which one was brothers? Oh, no, that was uh, Spider-Man, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was Spider-Man and PTSD. Okay, um, which means you could probably take it off the list we, for that reason, too. Like, I'm going to say, that yeah, movie, probably take it off. That movie would have been better without Spider-Man. Yeah, I think we can get rid of it. All I right. feel like that one probably would have been better if we watched the original Dutch version, almost. Yeah, I think so, too. If it was possible for me to find the original Dutch version. Yeah. And then I'm going to I'm going to get rid of Dunkirk here. Oh, yeah. I like it and I think it's really good. But I think like if we're going like drama, just like kind of make you feel something. I don't think I don't think it really even the message of the movie, I think, is more just hopeful and ultimately than everything else here. And, you know, war movie. I don't think it it kind of kind of makes the cut for me. As cool as hearing the planes fly over your head are. Right. It's a spectacle of a movie for sure. Yeah. All right, what do we have um, left here? We got This Is Where I Leave You, What Dreams May Come, Rashomon, 
Parasite, Blue Valentine, Last Kiss, Eternal Sunshine, Blade Runner, Final Cut, Blade Runner 2049, It's Such a Beautiful Day, I Lost My Body, and A Silent Voice. Man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get my bias out of the way here. <laughs> Blue Valentine and The Last Kiss. Uh, I don't know, man. Blue Valentine is really good. Okay, what about The Last Kiss, though? I think if we have to get rid of one of those, I think we can get rid of The Last Kiss. Yeah, I would get rid of The Last Kiss before I get rid of Blue Valentine. Yeah. Dang, you got, it's out of there twice. <laughs> <laughs> got hit from left field, then it got hit from right field. <laughs> <laughs> then it got okay, hit from there. right field again. Okay. <laughs> and then, I love I Lost My Body, but as a pure drama, I don't know. As drama, I don't think it quite works. It feels more uh, from for the parts that I was awake of watching <laughs> that movie. It felt more experimental. I need you to be awake when you re- watch that sometimes. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, I'll have to hand it to that movie, but <laughs> I would give it two thumbs up. But there was just something missing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, yeah. If, if there was a category for French movies you watched that year, that one for sure would be my vote. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, okay. I feel like for what's left on here, I think it'd probably be easy to take out What Dreams May Come. Because I did yeah. rather enjoy that movie, but there's some real hard hitters in this movie, or in this category. Yeah, I don't think... I mean, I, I didn't have a great opinion on What Dreams May Come, so I'm pretty okay with that. Like, most of your hate came from one scene in that movie. Yeah, but I think a lot of the things that also just didn't really get... It didn't really uh, work for a lot of the stuff, I think. I didn't hate the movie. It just wasn't amazing. Yeah, Yeah, it it wasn't as good as some of the other ones that are still on the list. Right, we have some amazing movies on this list still. Right. Look, I mean, I don't mean to be the guy, but I gotta be the guy. Should we let go of Rashomon? Or is that gonna keep coming? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think, like... As important to as important to cinema that movie is, I think its age does show a lot. Yeah, it does. Like, despite how much I did love watching that movie, I think having that discussion about how much it has aged throughout the years kind of did like show like despite it being a very important movie to cinema history, like it does. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame that Robbie's the only one that likes it. Well, no, I, I've seen the movie, I like it, but every time I think about it now, I just think of Robbie beating me to death. <laughs> okay, you think of me beating him to death and then, like, picking up a sword because I think it looks cool that way and throwing it into him. All right, so I'm going to come back and ask again for this is where I leave you. Oh, man. I just, I think we're at a point where I don't know if it holds up as well. I don't think Blue Valentine should stay either. It was a good movie, but... Why is it still here? <laughs> I don't know. Like Blue Ryan Valentine just has to leave. I don't know. I feel like there's just this pain in all of Blue Valentine that really stays with you. I mean, do you feel a pain? Because it was a good movie. I will say it was a good movie, but we've already ditched good movies off this list. <laughs> I, you know, wow. Like, I don't, just how you put it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got rid of good movies. Yeah. We have gotten rid of good movies, yeah, I know. but I know like, this is a good movie too. It's just, is it, it is really, good. once we get closer, is it really going to have a chance? Or, I don't think so. Okay. No, you're right. You're that right. You guys fair. are right. This is where I leave you in Blue Valentine. 
should go. Blue Valentine, I think, just isn't as good. And I, I understand that this is where I leave you. just kind of holds a special place for me. So I get that. We can cut I those. Mean, to be <clears> fair, <throat> like, Blue Valentine holds a special place for me, too. But I think I'm trying to recognize that, like, I think it comes from a personal, like, a, I don't want to say, like, a personal trauma of mine, but, like, a something that happened to me personally in my life is why that movie kind of holds to me. Now that I've destroyed what Robbie and Jariah love, <laughs> I want to bring back Jurassic Park. Because I feel like it has a real shot. Okay, okay. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna run down the list again. What is left is Parasite, Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind, Blade Runner, the other Blade Runner, <laughs> It's Such a Beautiful Day, and a Silent Voice. Man. That's a pretty solid list. <sighs> It is. I think they all tie for first. (laughs) I think the weakest for me right now is Eternal Sunshine, and I know that's a bit of my bias. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way that can go right now. No, there's there's no way. (laughs) (laughs) Try will fight to the bitter end with that one. My other bias is Blade Runner 2049. No, nah, that has to stay. <laughs> I would get rid of that before I got rid of Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, I'll get rid of that. Bias. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, I want like, are you okay with 2049 getting the it, cut it, now? Yeah, I was gonna say honestly, like, even though it's technically not a democratic thing, like if it's three against one, then I'm okay with it being taken I mean, out. If you can make a case right. for it. I mean, I can take make a case about how it's important to, to or that movie shows the importance of like how I need to articulate this well. I need to make my argument so it doesn't get cut. <laughs> um, I think it's kind of important, like I said, for how long it is. It's a lot like Hereditary within the sense of like if you cut something out of that movie, it kind of in a weird way changes that movie. And it is important to show because I think it's uh, it's stuff that I touched on whenever we were talking about our favorite movies of the year about how like it kind of shows that it's possible to like add on to a movie that's been talked about even like even 30 years later and still add to the conversation. And it shows that like a movie doesn't have to be about like the big protagonist and like have these huge fights of like, you know, the chosen one was meant to, or was destined to do this. You know, sometimes it's okay to almost be a side character and like, just give your, or, you know, give your contribution to whatever the subject is. And like, it kind of, I don't know, that movie just feels super important to me. I agree. In that sense. I will ask this question. Do you all feel like Blade Runner 2049 and Blade Runner Final Cut complement each other extremely well? Yeah. Do you feel like if Blade Runner 2049 gets cut, then the Blade Runner Final Cut needs to be cut? Immediately afterwards? Yeah, I would say. Okay, and here's the second question. Now, here's the last question, and now forever hold. Do you feel like the Blade Runners (laughs) should be cut before Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind? Yes. Yeah, I I think Dryer feels that way. Well, then, fine. You can just cut the two up together and somehow (laughs) Eternal Sunshine... I I really would put original Blade Runner above Eternal Sunshine. I do, too. Yeah, same. And I love Eternal Sunshine. But apparently, <laughs> I feel like prevails. God damn it! Let the androids sleep. <laughs> All right, I guess let's let's move 
let's move to the other ones. So the other ones we haven't talked about are Parasite, Such a Beautiful Day, and A Silent Voice. I, I gave my stuff on A Silent Voice. However, I what are, what are your guys' thoughts about that, about keeping it, about cutting it? I think I would cut it, honestly. I think that a lot of the side characters in that just don't earn the redemption that they get in the end. And, like, I like the main characters enough, and I think if it were more concentrated on them, it would be better. But I feel like the fact that it gives redemption to the people who are shitty, even while they're still being shitty, just doesn't, it doesn't sit well with me. I don't have an opinion on either um, A Silent Voice or, um, what was the other one? It's Such a Beautiful Day, but I am going to watch those when I get the shot, because I feel like they, they sound very compelling to watch. But I, I'm going to take a step back on this one because I, I haven't yeah. seen them. I mean, I do. I, I still disagree with Dry about the side characters not earning a redemption. I think it is a little it is a bit rushed through the like their starting point, essentially, and the redemption point. Regarding like the hospital from the hospital to the festival it is a bit rushed, but I really do think you can see a lot of change in just the way they act. I think Ueno, the aggressive girl, I think is the best case for what you're saying. And I could see her especially being, like, people saying she didn't earn her redemption. But I really do think it's a bit of a disservice to the other characters, like, just the subtle changes in what they do. Yeah, but But I I I can agree with cutting it. Yeah, I still think even then it just doesn't. They just don't earn their redemption, though. Even if you see the changes, I feel like they just don't earn it enough. I mean, for me, I didn't really see the characters in a silent voice having a redemption as much as they were just growing as people, and it was showing that, like, kind of like some of the other movies that were on this list, like there's not exactly like a a good ending that's happening for them as much as like kind of showing that, like, now that they've learned this about themselves and about the people around them, they can kind of go on further with their lives and kind yeah. of like it's it's something that continues going forward yeah, that also not- being said no, i was gonna say that also being said i would actually cut a silent voice before i would cut it's such a beautiful day oh for i would for sure yeah. as well my yeah. bias aside um i get like yeah there is something to be said it it is a bit of a starting point for where the characters go it's not like they're all 100 good at this point it's all fine and dandy it's they're learning to better themselves and their friendship has rekindled in a sense. But I, again, I can agree in cutting it at this point. We are getting really, really cutthroat in what we got yeah. at this point. I would say we cut it. <clears throat> so what's, what's the final contenders? Can we read them all out? Yep. Uh, <laughs> Parasite still has Eternal Sunshine in the spotless mind. <laughs> Both the Blade Runners and It's Such a Beautiful Day. Oh no, we cut the Blade Runners. We cut those, didn't we? We didn't really get we a didn't... full consensus. Yeah, we just kind of changed the subject. Oh, like, I saw, <laughs> okay. like, I, I changed it to the silent voice because I felt like that might have more agreement in cutting it at this point. I, I do think that if we cut one of the Blade Runners, we have to cut both the Blade Runners, though. I mean, I, it, I really think we, you would have are to we cut. Are we really going to cut the Blade Runners before we cut Eternal Sunshine? Listen, we if should cut this way, we will. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I, I will say, the big thing is we're not really like making the cases for such a beautiful day and Parasite to cut. So I feel like 
at this point, we are kind of saying to cut those three and leave it on the those on Parasite in such a beautiful day. I mean, That's the fair. thing is, like, despite me putting in my argument for Blade Runner 2049 about um, how are uh, about, you know, how important it feels and how it's possible to, like, you know, make the statement 30 years afterwards. If you do cut one, it does like kind of cut the other one. If you because like I, like I was saying before, um, Blade Runner, the final cut would be the foundation and 2049 would be the building. And if you cut the foundation out, then the building will fall. Yeah. So well, if you cut he, the building, the foundation would stay. It would, but and I would then it would just make be the argument that the first Blade Runner doesn't need the next. What's this? No one's going to listen. <laughs> no, I, I mean, so my thing is, I would, I would cut like 2049, but I, I still think that Eternal Sunshine would be cut before I would cut the first Blade Runner. No, because I think if we cut Blade Runner 2049, <laughs> I really do consider them a companion piece, and I feel like mm-hmm. as one thing they exist. But like, I, I honestly can't like disassociate the two of them because one really does need the other the first one did fine without the second for years <laughs> years and years it really does feel like we're kind of having like these three getting cut like i think even if we but cut the blade runners eternal sunshine might be next on the cutting board anyway exactly eternal sunshine is over here looting the other corpses <laughs> while these two are clashing i just want to say how is it still here can, can we agree on like it a is the scavenger cut right of this now list. can there be a triple cut right now i think we, I uh, we can agree be. on a triple cut if bl- the blade runners go first Fine, but if it matters that I, I, much, I will dry, cut him one nanosecond before I cut Eternal Sunshine. Well, then, if that's the case, then I'm going to do something very out of the radar, and I am going to align my opinion of Darius just to see how far we can take Eternal Sunshine, then. <laughs> because this goddamn voting thing is a sham. It's not voting! <laughs> it's cut. It's too bad. It's cut anyways. All right. Well, well, I don't know, Jirai. You want to continue this bad boy? I do think that Eternal Sunshine has a case for the best drama. I agree, to, too, actually, as it turns out. And I think that <laughs> not score would be a sham. We have at least half the vote. We should examine the other movies before we cut Eternal Sunshine. I agree. We should talk about Parasite. Yeah, I was really disappointed. It wasn't as funny as they said. <laughs> I don't... I just, like... Again, like, I know it's a lot of my personal bias, but I don't know if I really can sit here and say Eternal Sunshine is as good as Parasite and it's such a beautiful thing. Better. 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 Better message. I definitely can't say it's better. It's way better, is all I know. Like, <laughs> Eternal ever... Sunshine's great, but, like, it, it's very, like, oh, here's two people who rifted apart and how they got back together. Like, it's a, it's a fate story. It's a, it's a fated love story with, with some, like, twists and turns along the way of course but i just i don't know it's not as like surprising it's not as like groundbreaking in my opinion groundbreaking would you consider blade runner to be groundbreaking yes oh but you said nothing (laughs) when this beautiful movie eternal sunlight and spotless mind and yet here it is to punish i literally (laughs) said i would cut this before i would cut the original blade runner I mean, if I think Parasite's argue... honestly just about capitalism, so we should get rid of it. Yeah, it's actually really <laughs> gross that you would even continue to oh my gosh. defend that movie. 
when Eternal Sun- Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is about love. That's and why I don't like it as much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. We can cut Eternal Sunshine. All right. <laughs> but I okay. also think we should cut Parasite. <clears throat> so you're saying you want uh, Such a Beautiful Day? I think so, honestly. I, I can agree with I, that. Yeah, I think I would be okay with It's Such a Beautiful Day winning Best Drama. All right. We got around to it somehow, but (laughs) (laughs) out of every contender, which was This Is Where I Leave You, The Family Fang, What Dreams May Come, Dunkirk, Breakfast Club, Rashomon, Parasite, Blue Valentine, The Last Kiss, Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind, Brothers, The Hunt, Deer Hunter, Primal Fear, Blade Runner Final Cut, Blade Runner 2049, It's Such a Beautiful Day, I Lost My Body, Gattaca, A Silent Voice, Christmas Prince, and Reefer Madness. We have agreed that It's Such a Beautiful Day was the best drama. Let it be known that's always the eternal sunshine of the spotless that's, mind. Let it be known three. that democracy has failed Rocky once again. <laughs> yeah, no, let it, let, it, let it be known that that beat Parasite for anyone, for you movie critics out there, that was... <laughs> I mean, movie critics love It's Such a Beautiful Day. Well, that's I even sounds, though it's a, yeah, good, so I'm okay with that. I've seen Eternal Sun, Sunshine. I I think it's a good movie, but it shouldn't have made it more than halfway through this list. <laughs> I fought hard, <laughs> goddammit. He did fight. He did fight pretty hard. I won about it all the way to the top. Like, ah, well, as long as Parasite goes out with it. <laughs> I was so shocked at the the blatant disregard for this that I actually had to align myself with this movie. <laughs> all right, but that means. That our final genre top movies were in adventure. <laughs> Risk Cutters was the winner. Yay! In horror. Oh wait! In comedy, Ghostbusters won. Woo! In in horror, Hereditary narrowly won. Yeah, that was a hard choice. That was hard. That and was in tough. drama, at the end. We ended up with It's Such a Beautiful Day. A narrow win. Almost lost to Eternal Yeah, Sunshine. almost lost to Eternal Sunshine, <laughs> despite that being in third. <laughs> but nevertheless, because Bill will live on for eternity until all the lights go out, he inevitably won at the end. Yep. Yep. He outlasted the Eternal Sunshine. <laughs> yep. Because he lasted until all the lights went out. <sighs> but... That is our genre tops. Yeah, that's top genres. So if you disagree, send us an angrily worded email. <laughs> You'll get a lot of anonymous. Telling us how we're wrong on our personal Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> they all coincidentally are like Maki at gmail.com. <laughs> I am a single mother of three. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> I haven't seen half of these movies you guys talked about, but I disagree. <laughs> it's going it's to sound oddly like me. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I probably shouldn't ask for anonymous internet people to yell at us about movies. That never ends well. <laughs> it doesn't go well. Uh, but if you do want to get a hold of us, you can do that at the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, the last ones in podcast and the last ones in respectively. Um, that's going to do it for our second part of our end of the year content. Uh, last time it was everybody's top threes. This week was 
number one of genres. Um, next time we're going to be going down and deciding which was the best of every month. And then uh, after that, I think the last categories we have left are worst of and best of the year. Yep. And we're going to do top threes in those. So we'll be back with those episodes. Keep an eye out. Uh, see you guys next time. Bye. Pasta pasta. Fucking biased. This was so fucking biased. <laughs> you biased bastards. Objectionally, goodbye. <laughs> it was okay. I, 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 uh, I understand. Jurassic Park never had a shot. <laughs> <laughs>